0: Radical episode 217 welcome radical ladies and gents I am your host Shane Hazel thank you guys for being here Uh, it is an early early Monday morning and uh, what do I have on my mind this morning it is abortion infanticide all this all this the rage right now Um, welcome to everybody if you're new to this show uh, left right center Republican Democrat Uh, progressive communist I don't know where you're coming from Um, but uh, I'm glad you're here Uh, it means you're thinking and it means you're trying something new Um, there is a lot of there's a lot of commotion going on right now uh, about not not just this show, but uh, this guy who's running for governor here in Georgia, where he's pulling Democrats and Republicans. And um, man, I'll tell you what: the people that are reaching out right now from all sides right now, saying they will not vote for Stacey Abrams and they absolutely will not vote for Brian Kemp. Um, you're all welcome here. Uh, this is a place for thinkers. This is a place where we're going to, you know, show you guys that we don't need these these people from the murder cult in our lives and. Uh, just to understand, you know, when I say murder cult, I'm talking about the banking cabal. I'm talking about the elite politicians that all, uh, all report under a different law system uh, that, that are subject to different justice. The absolute scumbags that are the bureaucrats out there that have been um, appointed without, uh, without trials, without hearings, without any of those kind of things that make law for us. And of course the zombie corporations that absolutely just take their money and get them reelected. So this is a, this is a show for anybody and everybody that's out there. That's, that's come to grips with the fact that it's you guys versus the government, the banking cabal and the zombie corporations. Like you're all welcome here. Um, And we really kind of talk about things through kind of a a common sense sort of understanding. So welcome to everybody and uh, this this show is it's going to make you think um, because the the idea of being uh, pro-life pro-liberty pro-child pro you know, whatever is is not one of those conversations that I think America gets right and I don't think I've I've really heard the argument um, that I'm about to present you guys for the understanding of abortion. What you guys hear all the time is, "Are you pro-life or are you pro-choice?" Pro-life, pro-choice, pro-life, pro-choice, and that's that's all you get because they want you making binary decisions that absolutely are you know kind of this caveman type of thinking. It's it it. It's silly. It's bot. It, it's it's code. It's 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 a no kidding, very rudimentary way to make humans make extremely hard, hard decisions, um, political, and it's either you're this or you're that, and that way they've got you divided. So I mean, you know, if if you've looked around the nation, there have been protests, especially. Uh, in some of the more progressive liberal areas this weekend. And um, I, I know people are pissed. I know people on both sides are looking at this going, all right, what next? And maybe we can, we, I can help you understand that a little bit today. Um, the, the, I guess, obviously, cat's out of the bag. We're going to talk about abortion in this show. Last week, Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. So what does that mean? You know, you've, you had standing. Um, I think it's probably about the time that uh, the the nation went off of the gold standard. Huh, happy coincidence that uh, Roe versus Wade uh, was upheld and a woman's right to uh, terminate a life in her body was, you know, I, I guess was the law of the land. The a constitutionally protected right as they will say I can't stand that right um, you don't have constitutional rights you have human rights which obviously come with your humanity and no government can take away period having my coffee while my brain wakes up well we can do this my thoughts on this um, let's see let's start with where I'm at And I want you to, you know, wait till the end because this is a, this is a nuanced conversation. I've had reporters call and ask for, you know, where I am and and what legislation I would push as governor, um, on, on abortion. And I don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's, you know, you know, you're, you're pro-choice or you're pro-life. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that simple. I think there is a very nuanced conversation that we need to have and we need to start from a place of understanding. If we start from a place of understanding that these people are murderers and thieves in the upper echelon that run uh, the quote-unquote governmental affairs of this country or are entwined with the governmental affairs of this country, I think it's important to at least push a baseline. These murderers and thieves that have had the responsibility thrust on them by a nation of individual countries or states is what we call them, but individual countries that couldn't figure it out on their own or hold their own on their own, didn't stand up to the federal government on their own, were left with the Supreme Court opinion that you could um, not only terminate a baby's life in utero but you could terminate it damn near all the way up till it was born and in some states that's what they held what do what do I think of this well I think of course when you put the the hands of this murder cult into the situation what you're going to be left with is what we had from I think the 1970s till now. I mean in 2018 was the last time I really knew the the solid numbers but they were thinking there there was about 70 million babies in the United States alone that were killed. I mean 70 million is is right up there with um Stalin in the USSR, right? Like we're talking like mousy tongue Stalin type of death from the United States government, or at least handing down what they believe is, is law, which is, you know, quote unquote, the, the right of a, a woman to go and, and terminate a pregnancy. 70 million babies by, by any end of the word, it's infanticide. And it is infanticide on a level that is, I think absolutely abhorrent. I think it's gross. Uh, And I think it was predictable, you know, in the hands of the United States government, this mass cabal of death, right? Like that's what they are. They exist through looting, thieving and killing people for money, life, liberty and property. That's what they take to exist. And so, For it to be any shock that that's what they would do, given that responsibility where the states push it to that level, where the states don't take control of this themselves, what do you think you're going to get? The thing that these people are absolutely great at. They are great at murder. They don't care if it's babies. They don't care if it's elderly. They don't care. They don't care about your kids in schools like we talked about in the last episode. They don't care about any of these people. They don't care about life. Now, if you put it in that context and you are somebody who's pro-life, what you don't want is government involved in in, in the argument of abortion at all how could you how could you after seeing 70 million babies killed a lot through Planned Parenthood which receives about 500 million dollars a year through the congressional budget so 500 million dollars a year through the congressional budget and what do they do with it I mean they kill babies like that's that's what they do And on the left, you guys, you know, like if you're pro-choice and you're arguing that these are not babies, well, I think we're going to agree to disagree. That's okay. You know, if if that's what helps you sleep at night, like these are babies. This is life. This is how it starts. That's how you started. And am I in my own life, pro-life? Of course I am. And, and I, and I, it's because, you know, being a dad, seeing a, a child come for, you know, like come out of, of your wife into this world, that is one of the greatest gifts in the world. It is something that changes you day by day by day by day, you know, whether it's going bald or, you know, uh, gray hairs or whatever it is, right? Like you, you love, you naturally love, um, these children. And I know everybody doesn't have moms and dads that will love them. I get it. But to err on the side of life is, is my personal preference. It is, it is what I believe is a, is a truth. Now, that being the argument, you kind of see the conundrum we're in. You see the idea that a lot of people want to protect life with the state, which is absolutely antithetical. And people don't think about it like that. People think about it as we're going to use the power of the state to inflict our will on other people and at the same time ignoring the fact that they are the murderers and thieves on a scale that most people don't understand would you trust your kids with serial killers no well then why would you trust babies with the government why would you trust the government to protect unborn babies? You shouldn't. Not at the federal level, not at the state level, and really probably not even at your local level. If we are working from a government that is based on force and coercion that exists from taking your life, liberty, and property, then trusting them with a mission that is antithetical to to the very ex- to their very existence makes no sense and so to be to be thoughtful in this to see what is happening this decentralization that's happening from the federal government is a good thing but we have to go further I think you have to go further to the point where you have to start answering questions if you're that person, That is coming to me and asking me then, well, Shane, you know, especially on the pro-life side, you know, as governor, aren't you going to outlaw abortions? Aren't you going to support legislation that outlaws abortions? Aren't you going to put the power of the state on this issue? And I have questions for those people. I have questions for the pro-life people that think this is a good idea to put the state on an issue of life that is antithetical to their mission. The first one being is abolition, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, progressive, conservative, whatever, you can look at this from a couple of different angles. You can look at this from the angle of guns, right? If you look at this from the angle of guns, where abolition in places like Chicago, L.A., New York, places that have decided that their citizens do not have the right to exercise that very first right of self-preservation, what's happened? Death, destruction, the taking of life. See, we've put put down, we've put abolition, force and coercion in the hands of government. And what happens? Death and destruction. Every damn time. Let's go from it the other way. In places like Georgia. Where drugs, especially plants and fungi that grow naturally from the earth, have been made illegal by not only the federal government, but by the government of Georgia. And the abolition of drugs in the state has led to the destruction of lives, families, neighborhoods and communities just like in chicago do you see a trend here do you see a trend that when we put the abolition this this i don't know responsibility of abolition in the state hands what happens i would argue that chicago would be way better off if people were carrying a gun It would definitely make harder harder targets for these people that want to do violence on other people. They would probably think twice about being shot themselves. And here in places like Georgia or the South in general, for that matter, because we just haven't gotten on board with cannabis or psilocybin, things that grow naturally from the earth that people have been using for medicine. And for spiritual, emotional healing and and practice, for eons, right? You know, we're, we're so smart. We're we're going to abolish those type of uh, behaviors here in in the in the Georgia in, in Georgia and in the South. It's crushed people. It has destroyed lives and families and communities. Georgia, along with. The rest of the South would be better without the abolition of drugs. We would. We would be freer. These, these markets would be, you know, n- not, uh, not quote unquote black markets, it's the free market that's, that's persecuted by the state. The free market of Chicago, in, in terms of guns, it wouldn't be persecuted by the state. They would be better off. Abolition never, ever, ever, ever works because what you're doing is putting more force and coercion in the hands of the government. And this is the hard part of all of this. This is that nuance. Abortion is no damn different. Except, except Now it's even more complicated because you're dealing with a life. And I don't think people, if they're being honest, really have an answer to this. I don't. Because here's the thing is when I think about it, I don't know that there is a perfect answer for any of it. I know for a fact time and time and time again, When you put abolition in the hands of the government, what happens is the destruction of life, liberty, and property. The destruction of society. The destruction of our communities, our neighbors, our neighborhoods. And so I have a very, very, very hard time thinking that government should be able to do this. I also agree that government should never, ever, ever, ever be able to take your money to fund such a thing. And that's another aspect. If you put this in the hands of government, again, even at your state or local level, could they turn this around and have you paying for it through force and coercion through tax? Possibly. It is a possibility that even at your state level, if this is in their hands, you will be paying for abortions for other people that you disagree with. I go back to thinking about things like Bitcoin and war. The ability of the government to take your money before you ever get it, tax it, take it through theft and coercion. And what do they do? They put it towards things like wars. Do you want to fund a war? I don't. They do the same thing with abortion. Whether it is Plan B's or the medical facility or whatever it is, at the end of the day, Somewhere, somehow, government is going to find a special interest, they are going to be beholden to that special interest for election, and then what do you know? All of a sudden, you are being taxed for something that you find absolutely morally, and in your soul, reprehensible. You're going to put that in the hands of the government. Every time, I'm telling you, every time. It brings up the other question for me is we know for a fact that we're never, ever going to see everywhere on earth or in the United States for that matter, a abortion, abortion less abortion, free abortion, free zone, right? Like not all the states are going to, to outlaw abortions. They're not It's just a fact. And so when you don't outlaw, outlaw them all, and even if you did, now what you're going to do is sign cops up to use force and coercion against young women that would have, that would, that would kill their own babies, that would terminate their pregnancy. And that is you know what it is. You're killing your own baby. I want you to think back to when you were a kid, 18, 19, 20, 20. I don't know. There are scares when you're that age, you're broke as shit. You got no money to your name. You, you're a kid. Your prefrontal cortex hasn't even, you know, (laughs) hasn't even solidified all the way. Right. And you're, you're scared to death. Maybe something's wrong with your baby. I mean, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you right now, scared young women who are making these decisions will probably go to some lengths, maybe not to embarrass their family, to hide it from their family. I don't know. But the question that I have failed to hear a good answer from, from the pro-life movement is, are you really going to empower cops to use force and coercion against a young woman who's scared out of her mind, who terminates her pregnancy or who wants to terminate her pregnancy? Because I guarantee you just like red flag laws are out there. Pre-crime exists now. Are we going to go after young, scared women? You better be able to answer that question. Would you, would you personally use force and coercion against a young, scared woman to prevent her from that terrible act? that she is going to have to live with for the rest of her life. man. I don't think I am. I don't think I would use force and coercion to stop a young scared woman from having an abortion, from killing her own baby. I I may have a conversation with her, say this is going to live with you the rest of your life, killing your baby, is going to rest with you and you alone, mostly, I guess, unless you are, I don't know, still with a guy that maybe you haven't told or isn't around or took off. I don't know. I don't think I can do that. And if I can't do it, then I would never, ever, ever put it in the hands of the state. And it's not because I'm weak and it's not because I, I lack the fortitude. It's because in doing so, I am also using force and coercion against somebody that is otherwise fairly peaceful person, right? It's not like these, these young women are going out of their way to go do violence or do anything else. In the world. They're going to kill their own baby. To have that conversation with them. I think is probably. I don't know. The most. Intensive. Shock that they could possibly have. That may. Talk them out of it. I don't know. But I know for a fact, the state is not the way in terms of abolition. Abolition abolition has to come from within. Abolition has to be a moral choice of the individual. You don't want to drink? Don't drink. You don't want to smoke? Don't smoke. You don't want to go on wild trips on fun guys? Man, don't do it. You don't want to carry a gun, don't carry a gun. You don't want to own a gun, don't own a gun. You don't want to have an abortion, don't have an abortion. But putting the state in charge of abolition will always create a worse state, a worse society, and honestly, a divide between us that I think doesn't need to be amplified and especially doesn't need to be amplified with money that's taken from you through th- through force and coercion, through theft to do what is absolutely mor- morally and absolutely un- unfathomably in 180 degree alignment with your values that's that's my take on this I don't think the state is the answer I think we got some real mental issues here in the United States right now emotional spiritual I think a lot of it could be cured with the real understanding of nature our plants, the, getting this infestation that has crept into every facet of our lives from this goddamn murder cult out of our lives. Because where I was going earlier with the, the taxation and Bitcoin is when you own your own money before they ever get to it. They can't take it from you to spend it on wars. They can't take it to spend it on abortion. They can't take it to spend it on gun control. Do you you see how important things like Bitcoin are to society? If a state can't murder, rape, pillage your life, liberty, and property, they have a really, really, really hard time Funding things like war and abortion and gun control. Yeah. That's it. That's the key. That is the absolute I don't know truth, wisdom that I can that I can to give to everybody. This is a nuanced conversation that has been so perverted by the state and its propaganda machines. That the, at the end of the day, if you control your own life, liberty, and property, this issue in America—abolition of whatever—becomes a much smaller issue. Right down to you. At the end of the at the end of the day, you can put your head on your pillow and rest easy. That if you're not into it, you're not supplying it with your life, liberty, and property. I don't know. I think that at the end of the day, that's got to be about the best possible solution. You're not involved with it. Your conscience is clean from it. And the people that are visiting violence on others... Through force or coercion. Those are the people that are going to stick out. Those are the people that are going to get dealt with. Those are the people that in future human societies will be run out of future human societies. It's why I spend so much time on economics and understanding that if you own your own keys for Bitcoin and you have emancipated yourself from this fiat ridiculous system, man, I'll tell you what, the government doesn't mean a whole lot to us. We can have much more peaceful transactions with each other no matter what you believe. This is just one of those very, very nuanced conversations that I don't think most people have gone in depth enough of. And the cable shows that are still out there, that are still going, I mean, my God, you, can you imagine trying to explain this, this theory, this logic to these you know, talking heads in five minutes? Boy, I can't. And it's going to be really, really, really interesting um, going forward. I hope this message prevails. I think the mathematical certainty of this message in terms of where we're going and being an emancipated people from this god-awful state is going to be glorious. But you got to work at it. you got to spread ideas and it, it it definitely comes more from a long form like this than it does from some silly talking head on some ridiculous network that is paid for uh a, a lot of times by your tax dollars just like everything else i think that's where i'm going to wrap this short episode up guys i appreciate everything that you guys are doing and you know if uh if we disagree i'd love to hear your arguments because You know, this is just one of those things where I don't think most people have it right. I don't. And because I haven't heard anybody else make this argument. Yeah, at any rate, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope this is something that you will ponder, at least you will give consideration to. And if you love it, share it with people. Share a nuanced reason why you shouldn't have government doing abolition, right? It's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely up to you guys, but we're growing and I appreciate every one of you guys doing everything that you can. Until next time, I love you, I need you, peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their steps.